I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Welcome to another podcast episode of Nice, Naughty, and 40. I'm Tanya, the nice one, and Michelle, my best friend, is a naughty one. Uh, <laughs> and to our returning listeners, thanks for coming back for more. And to our new listeners, welcome. You picked a great episode to check out. Today mm-hmm. is our 41st podcast episode for this year. Yes. Right. 41st. (laughs) And from the very first one, Michelle and I, we discussed our experiences in our 40s related to physical, social, emotional, and mental changes. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you've checked any of them out or you haven't, make sure that you do. Also, if you don't want to miss any future episodes, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. That's right. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with all that being said, most recently, Michelle and I, we were discussing how it must be as a person in your 20s living in the pressures of 2020. Yes. Yes. Oh and <laughs> we thought it would be awesome to invite a guest to give her perspective. Morgan Mm -hmm. Victoria, a fellow podcaster, entrepreneur, and a former fellow kickboxer, (laughs) (laughs) has graciously agreed to join us. Thank you so much, Morgan Victoria, for joining us. Yay, I'm excited. (laughs) Both Tanya and I have reflected about life in our 20s in quite a few of our previous episodes. So we're excited to have someone in her 20s on our podcast, and um, we look forward to your insight. But before we get into that, why don't you share a little about yourself with us and our listeners? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for allowing me to join your podcast. So I'll give you a little background. I'm 25 years old. I'll be 26 in like six months. <laughs> but um, you still can you like, we, don't, we don't count that anymore. No. <laughs> 20, 25 and a half. <laughs> but um, most of my life has been in school. So I'm just recently like branching out on my own. Um, I went straight through school. So high school straight, got my bachelor's and I went ahead and got my master's. I did not stop because I knew that Mm -hmm. if I stopped, I wouldn't go back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And as Tanya said earlier, um, I do have an entrepreneurial spirit and I've dabbled in a lot, but what I've been realizing in that is that being in your twenties is super confusing, especially because there's so many new influences around me. So mm-hmm. I'm trying, I'm like constantly trying to differentiate like what I'm doing is for myself and not because of other people. Oh, and mm-hmm. it can be really overwhelming at times. Yeah. <laughs> and so I have a lot of new life transitions happening. Like I start a new job September 20th. So congratulations. Have- oh, congratulations. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> But I also was um, fired three months ago. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've been going through a lot of different stuff. 
And but they, they did also, you they did you a favor because they're setting you yep. up. You know, they're exactly. setting you up for the route you're supposed. It doesn't. It may not seem like it, but believe yeah. me, they're setting you up for the route you're supposed to be on. You got yeah. the two aunties you can call on from now on. You need advice. <laughs> we we older now. We aunties. <laughs> yeah, I was when I first met Tanya. I was unemployed too, so um, she was really helpful back then when I was kickboxing. I was using all my free time to kickbox, and so that's how I met her. And <laughs> yeah, so it, it was a blessing. It hurt and it kind of sucked, but I was like, you know what? I found something better, making mm-hmm, more money. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, well, there you <laughs> go, yep. exactly. Yep. <laughs> and so I, you know, I've had a lot of different um, transitions. I actually moved into uh, my apartment in July. And it was literally right, like, a couple weeks after I got fired. So mm, it was, wow. like, extremely crazy. So yeah. I've had a lot of 20-something things happening more recently. But you made it. Exactly. Did you die, though? Did you die, though? <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I'm still here. I'm still picking. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, thanks again, Morgan Victoria, for joining us. And as you know, our main demographic is people in their 40s, predominantly mm-hmm. women. But we mm-hmm. do have some listeners that are in their 20s like you, as well as in their 30s and even some a little older. And mm-hmm. Michelle, she doesn't like when I bring up how old we are. <laughs> but Mm-mm. being in our 20s was a couple decades ago. You always got to so- throw out the number. <laughs> Being in our twenties was a bit ago. A bit ago. Uh, well, it's been a you know, it's been a, a bit ago. It's been a, a bit, bit ago. ago. It's been a bit ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when Michelle and I were your age, there wasn't really social media the way it is now. Of course, you know, we might have had mm-hmm. some chat rooms. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, email was around, but we weren't even yeah. really relying on email like that. Cause I mean, Michelle and I, not to put us out there like that, but we had money like that. So no. computers were MySpace. very expensive then. So. Oh, we had MySpace and the party yeah. line. We actually yeah. had a party line yeah, that you make guys going. I really? did both of those. I was the really young line? and I wasn't supposed to be on there, <laughs> but I was on there. I remember the party line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All my cousins were older, so mm-hmm, I was with them. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I remember. You shouldn't know about that. See? Yeah, I never did the party line. I never did the party line, but my sister, she she did the party line, though. <laughs> but I no, I mean, I space space too, Yeah. And my mom yeah. deleted it. Oh. Oh, see. <laughs> the top five trends. <laughs> top five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I, we didn't rely on a lot of that as much, I think, as people do now because it was expensive to have a computer and cell phones were basically a luxury we had beepers yep yep <laughs> so you know our concern and michelle she was we were talking about it and she's like you know who's paging my man 143 or 911 mm-hmm. who yes you know calling who is this right? call her back you better call her back now <laughs> <laughs> and so that's like the dating scene was totally different in our 20s than it is now i mean you know, you remember Michelle, you know, a guy, he'd be like, yo, write your number down. Like, you know, yeah. let me holler at you. And, and it's like, you know, maybe he got your real number, maybe not. Um, it's kind of hard to do that now. Like if someone's yeah. trying to get with you because they want to text you on the spot. They're like, what's right your there. number? Hold on. Yeah. Right. See, they didn't know they had the wrong number until they got home and called yeah. you. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, even with fashion, that definitely is different now. I think that 
Um, we're moving back to certain fashions from when we were in our 20s. But I mean, as far as from the female perspective, I could wear baggy gear all day, every day. And it was, you know, no big deal. And people didn't, I mean, not the, you know, people didn't make assumptions about my orientation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, that's just what it was that baggy gear was in, you know, it was like Aliyah was around. You might have a fitted top and then really baggy jeans or something like that. We had no problem taking a bus. I mean, Michelle and I, we worked at the same place, like out, like in the Chamonix, um, taking like two buses. I remember I was taking the bus from Rosemont College, not the bus. I was taking the, I was taking the uh, regional rail uh, mm-hmm. to, um, what was it? to 30th street station then taking the l taking the l all the way to the end of the line at bridge and pratt then taking the bus <laughs> like to almost the end of the line to get yep. to the chamonix interplex i mean people i mean i don't i won't say people don't do it like that anymore but you're like what you ain't got a car mm, i don't know about no that. i don't <laughs> I drive everywhere. Yes. <laughs> well, I remember my first car, my trusty car oh my that gosh. I oh did start gosh. driving us around that I had to keep tokens in the glove compartment. <laughs> sometimes it just wanted to cut off on a boulevard. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Remember, we were just yes. Like, <laughs> we got stuck. And it was a big like tractor trailer behind us. And we weren't even in the fast lane. That's the bad thing. We weren't in the fast lane. And Michelle didn't realize her car wouldn't go over like, what was it, like 30 or 40 miles per hour or something? And it might, oh we might God. be pushing it for 30. That yeah. truck was on us and it was just laying on his horn. And Michelle's like, I can't go any faster. <laughs> But yeah, 20, I mean, and that's not to say people don't have those experiences now in their 20s. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people, they they just got it set up where they don't have the same experiences. Like my daughter, I mean, obviously she's not 20 yet. She has yet to be on a SEPTA bus. Like she hasn't even been on a SEPTA bus with me. She's only been on the regional rail with me once when we went downtown. That's it. And I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that's a bad thing, but then again, it kind of is like our experiences, a lot of people in their 20s, they're not having them now, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I got a question for you, uh, Morgan Victoria. Um, do you feel like you have it easier or harder than we did in our 20s? Mm. So I think that's really difficult because I think technology specifically brought us a lot of access to things, Mm -hmm. but there's a downside. And so I actually did my master's degree thesis on the desensitization effect that social media has on its Mm -hmm. users. And Mm -hmm. so I had to bring you back for that topic. Right. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Definitely. And it's like dating your like dating life friends your family how we process the news like everything is so fast it makes more people to it it makes it harder for people to connect Mm -hmm. and but it also makes it easier so it's like there's a toss-up like you know something good but it's also something bad so I can't say that it's easier so a lot of us have more knowledge but we're losing a lot of the human aspects of life Mm. that you guys may have been able to enjoy a lot more. Like you said, the dating scene, like you didn't feel like you had to give somebody your number and them check on you immediately. Mm -hmm. Like you had the, you had the, you know, the option to give somebody a fake number and never see them again. Like Mm -hmm. now we're like, what's your Snapchat? What's your Instagram? Mm. People People have access to you immediately. And so I think you guys had it good in that way. Um, And as the knowledge goes, like, 
it, you know, too much of anything is bad. So mm, people think yeah. they're putting all this good stuff in their brain. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, Where is, where's your source? And they're like, Facebook. And it's like, mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? But now you don't even see people really talking or interacting. Everybody's mm. on their phone. Yeah. Everybody's documenting. And so like, that was another thing that I was talking about earlier. Like, I know I, I like to document what I'm doing in my life, but I'm like, man, like, I feel like I can't enjoy myself because I'm trying to document it to show people on the internet. So sometimes I have to take a step back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it makes things a little a little harder. You know, even going to parties is weird now. I remember going to parties when I was younger and like I had mm-hmm. more fun. But now mm-hmm. everybody's taking pictures and videos acting like they're having fun. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. that's so crazy. That's, that's so I mean, I, true. Yeah, yeah. I won't say who because they might listen <laughs> <laughs> or someone in their family might listen. But I went to um, I went to a party. This is pre pandemic and uh, it was for someone in their 20s. And and this is something new, Michelle, that I that was not around when we were younger. So you might know mm-hmm. about this, Morgan Victoria. Mm-hmm. They call it the golden years, where it's your birthday and it's on the day you were born. Like, so for example, this person was born on the 26th and they were turning 26. They call that the golden birthday, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know I, about I did that. Have that. So I actually started planning my 30th oh. because mm-hmm. I turned 30 on the 30th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so okay. like she, but she was filming everything. Like it was so like, I mean, if you would have saw these videos, you would have been like, yo, that party's popping. It was right. not. Everybody yeah. was just like sitting there like this. We were waiting for food for hours. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, but they make yes. it look like, yeah. I mean, yes. Yes. But the internet the is I, not real. Yeah. See, I'm old. I'm like, come on, let's get on the floor. Let's dance. And they're like, no, <laughs> then my makeup is going to be messed up. And yeah. I, yeah, that's why I always say I don't like to go out I have to force, younger I have to ones. force myself to have fun now. Mm. Like, I'm like, it's a, it's an adjustment. I'm like, okay, Morgan, like, get off your phone. Like, go dance. Like, we're almost all like super socially awkward. Like, we don't know mm. how to. And so mm. I, I, I have a good mom. So, she she's always like Morgan put your phone down you know get out your comfort zone so I'm constantly forcing myself to do things and so it, it's it's hard so mm. it might be a little harder on us I, <laughs> yeah. I, wanna, I yeah. think so yeah I got a follow-up question for you because when you were talking about like people on their phones and things and how like we don't have to necessarily give someone our number like when we were in our 20s do you find that if there's someone who's interested in you and maybe you are interested as well, that you automatically start searching them up. Like, oh, yeah. like, like we didn't have that luxury. <laughs> I do that I'm saying, and I'm in my no, I'm just saying we didn't have that luxury <laughs> in our 20s. I'm like, who is this dude? Let me see who, you know, is he in any circles that I'm in? Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. He's friends um, with my cousin. Let me mm-hmm. get on my, you know, let me get on here and ask my cousin, yo, who's this dude? Whatever. Like, we didn't have that option. You just took a chance and hoped. <laughs> like, no, he, he seemed nice. He did call me back when I paged him. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Then so a couple I, months later, the crazy come out. <laughs> oh god! I I actually met my boyfriend on Twitter. So mm, wow. wow, he he um like how's that work? Like do you, I mean forgive my ignorance, Morgan Victoria? Because <laughs> I, I learned with um what it meant to DM someone just a few years ago. So oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> but no, 
Like, so do people DM on Twitter? Like, how's that? They, you can DM on any, you know, social media as uh, oh, app now. I, I learned so, something new. Okay. Yeah. I, so on Twitter, I associated it with um with uh, Instagram. Instagram because mm-hmm. people usually say inbox me when they're referring to Facebook. You know. Oh yeah. Not, yeah. You Facebook, don't really. You're. you're they that's do not messenger your, now. Yeah. So yeah. Like, write to me on Messenger. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so we like back. Twitter is a lot different now, but like when I was starting college, like you would like su- like subtweet somebody. So that's when you're like writing on Twitter and like hoping that they see it and they, mm. you know, it's like flirting. So were on, you the one flirting oh, or was he the one flirting? I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> we know the I'm answer to <laughs> I, I knew he was interested. So I like, I kind of like got him to DM me. Um, and so he did DM me and we just started talking. We had mutual nice. friends. So I, I knew that we had mutual friends because we, they showed that we had mutual followers. And so that's, that's how we met. So that's a lot of cool. people that I mean, they have met their significant others, like on social media. But see, that's the younger ones. Cause once you're in your forties, you get like people that's named Corlin with a cane. It's like, <laughs> Hey baby. How you doing today? Oh, so, that's so great. You gotta, in your 20s is good. Because <laughs> when you get older, the selection is not that good. <laughs> okay. Aww. So we'll get back on. Um, so Tanya shared with me that um, you really have a lot going on. Um, and from what you've been told us already, you know, and I can tell that you're well on your way to big things. Um, do you have any advice for those in the 20s who, like you, are trying to adult? in hopes of having it all together by the time they reach Tanya and my age. Yeah. So speaking of social media, there's actually another social media app that I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with. It's new. It came out like maybe like a year or so ago. It's called Clubhouse. Oh, Michelle told me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how to work it, but I know about it. I don't really understand it too much, but I know about it. (laughs) It's a a really good app. It's changed since they first put out their beta. It was very like exclusive. You had to be invited. So Um, and they let people go in and make different clubs. And so people have the option to join these clubs. And I actually made a club called Still Figuring, Still Figuring It Out. Wow, that mm. sounds hard to say out loud. And so I made it because a lot of people on Clubhouse were very influential. Like there was a lot of celebrities on the app, a lot of people in real estate and tech. And they were all these people that you would listen to and be able to talk to. But people like my age that haven't really done much, it's just like, man, like it made you feel bad about where you were. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a club for the people that are still figuring it out. So I, I'm, I like made it for people who were like transitioning in jobs and figuring out their passions and just coming out of college. And so we, I didn't, I did maybe like five episodes, but they were really good. And I kind of stopped because it was overwhelming. Oh. <laughs> but like um, overwhelming how? Overwhelming putting them together or overwhelming because of the information? It was it was overwhelming because I knew that people looked to, to me mm. to help them. And so yeah. for a little bit, I was having like life coaches come on and like in their 40s or 50s. And I even invited my mom to do one because she's a life coach. Um, and it was really good. So it took the pressure off of me for a little bit, but it was just hard to maintain because I was still trying to figure out things in my life too. So I tried to get other people to do it, but you know, nobody can do it like you. So I kind of shut it down, Yeah. but it was really good while it lasted. So you might, you know, you might circle back to it. You never know. I might, we'll see where I haven't been on Clubhouse in months, but, um, 
that yeah. sounds cool even for us like yeah. I, with divorce like you still be figuring it out as you get older too so. there's there's so many clubs on clubhouse like mm-hmm. if you guys get on it like you could probably find a club for you there are a lot like every anything you can think of they have a club for it mm-hmm. so. I'm, I, let me tell you this is how old i am i have it i was invited and i was on it but i thought they were watching me because it would just turn on by itself and i'm like what's up with this app like it would just cut on on its own and i thought they was listening to me or something so <laughs> Oh my god! I deleted it from my phone because I'm like, oh, this is no, weird. not listening to you. I'm like, what is up with this app? <laughs> so yeah, it's, so a, it's, it's a, a completely audio app. So it's just it's oh. like it's like a live podcast. That's how I like to describe it. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. I get that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back so back to the advice. Um, hmm. I think my advice, and this is what I gave to my clubhouse club members, was to stop looking at the clock ticking and figure out what brings you joy and not just whatever is the social media hype mm-hmm. or the newest mm. Apple product, but what actually makes you happy. Mm. Um, even and one thing that I had to learn for myself is that you don't have to monetize all your hobbies mm-hmm. because I was, people are like, Oh, Morgan, you're good at this. You're good at that. You should not. And it drained me to the point where I'm like, I don't want to do any of it. And I'm like, what do I even like? So yeah. just just have hobbies. Like I met a girl on there and she was a marketing major, but she really loved music. She wanted to be a DJ. And I'm like, why can't you do both? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I gave her some ideas because I know that I have a, a knack for helping people figure certain things out. So she's been DJing. She took all my advice. She graduated college. She used her marketing to market herself as a DJ. Yes. And she's been she's been doing awesome so that would be my advice like take a step back like do some deep diving like I know that I had I made the club because I know that I had the luxury of having the mom that I have so Mm -hmm. she's always testing me and pulling things out my brain and getting me out my head so I'm like I know that I can sit back and take inventory um which is why, like like Tanya said earlier, like I have an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. I had a candle business and it was fun, but I was like, this is just fun. Like I didn't have to make it a whole business. So I did shut down my candle business because I was like, there's some things that I just want to learn right now and not overwhelm myself yeah. with yeah. monetizing everything. So yeah. that, that that's the advice I would give to people my age. Okay, good, good, good. That's great advice. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, there's some people in their 40s who need that advice. <laughs> Not yes. just I, I had some older people yes. on there too. And mm-hmm. they they took inventory because I made it open to like just people just still trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that's any just- age. Yeah, just like when you said about not monetizing your hobbies, because it's like you have everybody wants to be a boss and boss up. And, you know, like even like I like making waste beads and people are like, you can make money off of it. But anytime I attach money to it, I don't like doing it. Yeah, I like to do it for myself. Yeah. So it's just like I don't want to make money off of it. I'll make you some waste beads, you know, because I don't have pressure of. Exactly. having to satisfy you because they're free so you get what you get exactly <laughs> like and that, that's where that's where I am with it too when it comes to certain things where like when people ask me as far as graphic design if it's something I want to do for them I don't ask them for anything I just say I'm just doing this as a courtesy I don't mm-hmm. I don't want anything mm-hmm. because then they can't and that's the other thing too is that I'm doing it and then I get joy like you were talking about joy yes. um, I get joy from doing it but then at the same time 
you can't nitpick all but too much because it's free. Take it or leave it. I mean, I'm not going to give you any crap. I'm going to do the best job yeah. I can do. But at the same time, it ain't going to be no, oh, can you change this? And can you change? Look, look, you she get one give change. You crap. She won't you give get... you crap, but I will because you're going to see all of my face like you're not paying for nothing. So what, what's the problem? But I like when they wear them and they like, oh, my boyfriend love my waist tees. I'm like, yeah, girl, I love that. So, you know, but if if it's free, you cannot complain, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. people that will. Yeah, there's a lot attached to it. There's a yeah. lot attached to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you monetize. Yeah, very true. Very. True. How how about we flip the script, Morgan Victoria? Um, do you have any questions for us as forty something year olds? You know, maybe expectations with physical, social, and mental changes. Correction. I know Michelle mm-hmm. prefers instead of forty something year olds that I use the phrase "big sisters" or "cool aunties." Yes. <laughs> I guess I'm I'm really more interested in the your own personal journeys from your 20s until now. I know it looks different for everyone, mm-hmm. but for me, like it, like I, I said this before, it's been such a confusing time, and mm-hmm. so I'm just trying to figure out like, does it get a little better? Mm-hmm. Have you get, navigated adulthood and like all the aspects of your life? What's your experience been? Ooh, okay, I'll start. <laughs> so the confusion is still there. It doesn't go away. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's not, no, no. That, I, this is my, can I get I'm my sorry. perspective? Sorry. You got it all together. I don't. So remember, it's two sides. <laughs> so for me, um, I mean, it's not as bad as it was in my 20s, of course. You know, like in your mm-hmm. younger years, it's like you're, it's pressure because you're making major decisions mm-hmm. on like what's going to be the rest of your life. Yeah. I know I do have one regret. I remember this lady telling me in my early 20s, um, invest in your 401k. By the time you said you said she wanted me to invest the, invest the max. And I'm like, hmm, I could buy them shoes. I could do this. I could do that. And I just never did it. <laughs> so <laughs> I have 401k now and stuff. But if I would have did it back when I was in my 20s, man, like I would have so much money. But it's just, you know, I missed a lot of years. So it's like those things, you know, trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And this your 20s is like major. So I don't know. I think now my daily confusion mostly is like, where is my damn keys, my cell phone, and my eyeglasses? I mean, for real. Like in my 20s, man, I had 2020. 20 you got to get the Apple Air tag. I put that on my keys now. So See? then, you know, and then of course, Quinn, <laughs> Quinn, my daughter pointed out, well, then if you lose your phone, you're not going to be able yeah. to use the phone to find. Oh my God. It's so bad. My kids, one time, my son was laughing like, Mom, they always saying something. You're getting old because I had my glasses on, but I went to go put another pair of glasses on top. He was like, Mom, <laughs> you got your glasses on already. <laughs> so it's like things like that. Like I always knew where my cell phone was, my keys. I didn't have to look for all of that stuff when I was younger. You know, you remember things, but I think the 30s are a little tougher because it's like you're morphing, you're changing, and you're getting older, and you feel the pressure, and you got people, oh, you're going to have babies, and you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. So it's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. But um, by the time you get in your 40s, you know, it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I got to a point where, like, I had to make a decision to stick to it. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they were good. Sometimes they were bad. But you talk it up as a lesson, you know, like whatever. Like I said, did you die, though? I look at myself in the mirror <laughs> like, get yourself together. Did you die, Michelle? No, I no. almost did. But I didn't die. <laughs> I thought I did. But no, I didn't. So you just you can bounce back a little mm-hmm. more because it's just 
learning. You're still learning in your 40s. It just gets a little easier. But I hear them. I'm not excited. I don't want it to happen no time soon. But I heard when you get in your 60s, it's lit because you really don't give a freak. <laughs> You I would say care. freak. I was going to say F-U-C-K, but we know time you return. <laughs> <laughs> but you really just don't give a you know what, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just different by the time I get to my 60s. So it's not as bad, but adulting is hard, period. Mm. Any, any way you look at it, but you do what you have to do. And as you get older, you appreciate your days because like for Tanya and I, like our classmates, relatives friends it's people passing away and you're like whoa like yeah. that was so close yeah. to you like yeah. well at least I'm still here you know you feel like all right I got another day to press on so mm-hmm. it's not as much pre- you just like look each day I'm trying to make it you know so Tanya who has it all together <laughs> let's hear about you stop <laughs> <laughs> I mean for me and, it, and it's funny like you say that because I, I mean I definitely think I think it gets better as long as kind of what you were saying, Michelle, you don't put too much pressure on yourself mm-hmm. uh, to have everything together in your 20s. And mm-hmm. that, I mean, if I'm honest, that's where I was in my 20s. Yeah. You yeah. don't give yourself grace in your 20s. Yeah. 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 And I was everybody I mean, keeps telling me to give myself grace. And I'm like, nah, I need to go on punishment. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to give yourself mm-hmm. grace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm all for being ambitious. I think because I think that's the opportunity. I mean, everybody's situation is different. And you said this yourself, Morgan Victoria, but ideally with your situation, especially, I mean, you've done something that not everybody does, which is you went straight through in school and mm-hmm. not everybody yeah. does that. Right. And I mean, not everybody. Me. So I fell in love. I yeah. got digmatized. I dropped out. <laughs> I changed my major a lot. But I finally did it. I still ain't go back for yeah. my master's yet, but I finally got my bachelor's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so you're in a position where it's like, I mean, why wouldn't you want to be ambitious? And I mean, I definitely was in my 20s because I went straight through. And I, I think Michelle would agree with me when I say I took myself and circumstances too seriously. And yes. I, I mean, it's like I rarely cut myself slack. I'll never mm-hmm. forget I was in a graduate program professor uh i'm gonna say gave me because you know usually say you earn the grade you know she Mm -hmm. gave me a a a minus let me tell you (laughs) i went to her i'm like i don't understand i got this a minus i mean i didn't i mean obviously i was you know polite about it like i wasn't rude and i said i you know could you explain this to me um you know because my gpa is a 4.0 and you you know this brought my gpa down to like a 3.97 and she she, it was basically her taste, like what she preferred. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but I thought it's, it's about if I hit the mark and did what you asked me to do. If I did what you asked me to do, shouldn't I earn the A? And then she changed my grade. Uh, but most people would be like, come on, man, it's an A. <laughs> and so I, yeah. I mean, but I... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I didn't really, I rarely cut myself slack. I associated success, and I say past tense, associated success with graduating from college and landing, not a job, because, you know, you can get a job, you know, but a career. And like, I was supposed to have a starting salary of 50000 Now, 50000 could be a lot now, but are we talking 50000 in 2004? Uh, that's a lot so yeah it's not a lot yeah. now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh she done put me to shit <laughs> i know things, things, the prices mm-hmm. of living has gone Cost way of living, up. yes yeah 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 if you what i say if you charge it they will pay <laughs> but no yeah. i mean 
So I, I can imagine like now I would be like, yo, I'm gonna need to start a salary at least eighty thousand or whatever. That's how I feel. Coming out, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, like that's straight out of college. That's what I need. And when that didn't happen, it's like I kept pushing myself, and I felt bad because I'm like, I, you know, I, I graduate with this 4.0, and you telling me I can't. I mean, then it made me feel like, well, Dad, what was that all for? Uh, but then I still kept pushing myself, but I felt like I was coming up short. And I mean, this is before the days of people bragging on social media. So I can't imagine how it would have been today, like with people on social media about what they're doing. And I'd be like, maybe like, yeah, um, didn't you just graduate? You ain't got a job yet. <laughs> like, oh listen, gosh. I was doing a temp job. I was doing what I had to do. <laughs> listen, right. Uh, but it's like. I mean, even though I, I did eventually, I got an assistant professor uh, position. I mean, that was like really jumping through hoops and doing a lot to get there. And we, uh, Michelle and I, we kind of talked about that in a previous episode. And I, I was able to do that um, within my mid-20s, uh, getting into my late 20s. So most people would say, oh, that's awesome. That's an accomplishment. But I was like, but I should be an associate professor. Like, like it was never enough for me. It was never yeah. good enough yeah. for me. And so it's like... I had in my mind that in my 20s, that everything was supposed to be ironed out perfectly and that, you know, I had to be set up for this decent life, just a few bumps in the road. uh, And that as long as I worked hard and did what I was supposed to do, everything was going to work out. And I think that that's the issue, too. I mean, I'm not sure that's still the issue in 20s where if it's even more ingrained for some people, because I mean, the reality is that there's some 20 year olds who aren't like you, Morgan, Victoria, and have the entitlement type thing mm-hmm, going on. Mm-hmm. Where like, No, I'm supposed to just chill. And you're supposed to just pay me for nothing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I mean, it's like, I didn't spend much time, like even on the dating scene, I didn't spend much time on the dating scene as most 20 something year olds did. And, but I still had this pressure. Like I wanted to, you know, I was in a committed relationship like twice the first time you you remember him right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that see, was you, like what you're I was gonna say too like that's how like so you were so career driven yeah. I was morely like family driven yeah because I started hitting that 24 25 I'm like I, I, I think I want a baby I want yeah. a baby remember and it's yeah. like yeah you're like when are you going Michelle back never wanted a baby you, at first I never and did then, like yeah. it's like I was the one I was supposed to be having six yep. kids like then yes. it was <laughs> It went down the four, then to three, then the two. Then I was like, I'm happy with just Quinn. Dickmatized. <laughs> you get dickmatized, and then that's when they end you, and you're like, I want a baby. Don't come out. It's just, oh, yeah, gosh, sorry. Michelle. But <laughs> you just do that, and it's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> no, but I mean, but, but I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like you, but in my 20s, I did want to be married. Like, but it was like, I wanted things to be concurrent so that it was one of those things like, you know, like the mm-hmm. ideal situation. Yeah. I'm graduating with my master's and then the next year we get married Then the year after that, you know, so that <laughs> was in my mind, which meant I would have been in my mm-hmm. 20s, but I wasn't. And it's like, I was so in my 20s, I was, I mean, most people, I think today might start looking at the biological clock and you can you know correct me on this Morgan Victoria like more towards the 30s than the 20s but I was looking at it in my late 20s like I think they're looking in their 40s now yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean there are like there are two different kinds of I guess 20 something so like I do have friends that have kids um and now I'm having more friends that are having kids and I'm not there at all like I'm not interested I'm like I told family don't ask me wait till I'm 31 like I, they're gonna I know wait till you they're gonna be like 31 all right Morgan <laughs> yes 
Because I'm shocked because I had read somewhere that like the younger ones don't want to have kids. They don't want to buy a house. They want to be able to up and move and just do what they want to do. And beyond that, it's expensive. Have y'all seen the housing market? Yes. And like having a kid is expensive. (laughs) Like I know it was always expensive, but now it's just like more. Like one of my friends told me how much she pays for daycare. And I'm like, oh yeah. like (laughs) Yes. You can keep that. Daycare daycare is your mortgage. (laughs) Yes, yeah, it is. Exactly, your rent. Yeah, that's I was right. Like, mm-hmm. No, yeah, like, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, remember, I didn't want any kids. Honestly, I thought I was gonna be. I, this is what I wanted to do. I think I said on the podcast before. Remember, Tanya? I thought I was going to be in my twenties. I was going to go to New York and be Jay Z's jump off, and I was going <laughs> to live in a penthouse and be quiet, and nobody would know about me. But I was going to live this great life. I was going to be a stay at home jump off. I ain't want no kids. I just wanted a puppy or a tiger. I think I wanted a tiger. Remember? It was a tiger. It yeah, was a tiger. Big <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's like for me, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like I, I was okay after a while and I was like, all right, I'm in a long term relationship. But there was this part of me that felt like, am I going to have something to show for it? Like, I never had a, um, a rift in that relationship. But at the same time, and I think you even asked sometimes, Michelle, uh, like Sean and I were together for 11 years before we got married. Wow. And a lot of people were like, well, dang, is he ever going <laughs> to? And so that was in my head. I'm like, you took all my 20s away. <laughs> like, me and Marcus have been you... together for a long time. I yeah. think we're coming up on six years. Yeah. So. yeah. But he yeah. knows me. He knows yeah. I don't want to have kids anytime soon. Yeah, so he's like, like I got knows time. I'm not interested in getting married. Like, yeah, because I would like, say, do younger, do you even want to get married and everything so so young now? Like, it's different now. You no. Know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm going to be married by 25. I'm going to have a kid. And now I'm like, you're going to have to give me some time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think most of it is because, like I said, there's a lot of pressures. And like, like I said, the the money piece too. You think mm-hmm. you're coming out making money now, and it's just like I can barely afford to sustain myself, let alone a husband and a yeah. kid. Like, mm-hmm. so, like I know for my boyfriend too. Like we we've gone through a lot of different transitions together, um, but we're both like, man, like we're not where we want to be. Why would we introduce a kid into this? You know. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's where I am. That's where he is. So, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing I appreciated, uh, and why I probably I won't say probably. That's one of the reasons I did hang in there with with my husband. Well, pre husband uh, was because <laughs> that was his mindset. Well, we got to make sure we're set up and in a place where uh, we both are stable financially. Like even in getting my first apartment, I felt like oh, I need to have a house. You know, before I'm um, this, so. <laughs> I gotta have this, and and if this isn't the case, then so I think that that's the issue. But I will say one thing that I didn't do, which I'm grateful for, is I didn't really follow the crowd. Like even though I had mm-hmm. goals I wanted to achieve, I didn't yeah. do it based on what other twenty something year olds were doing. It, it was just in my head, like this is what mm-hmm. I want to do, this is what I want to achieve, and so you know I think it's essential to have goals, mm-hmm. uh, but. I learned that you got to be willing to modify them. And I think that's the Mm -hmm. issue is that, um, especially when it's ingrained in us from a young age, whether it's our parents or friends or family who's doing it or just ourselves. And and I think the issue is sometimes we have to say to ourselves in our 20s and beyond that, all right, 
I'm going to have to change that or my priorities are going to change or my definite. We had an episode about success and, you know, my definition of success has changed and to be willing to shift with that. You know, Uh, I think that's a big thing. Uh, Also, Lisa, but I learned that you got to (laughs) shift your definition. Remember, I bought my house. I was in labor with my first son. I literally like and it's just like I'm like, I got to have a house by the time he's born. (laughs) I literally put my clothes in, in my delivery room. Like, mm-hmm. so, oh my gosh, it's crazy, but I couldn't even move into the house till a month after because oh, I yeah. had the baby. But I bought the house, yeah. So it's like you do have to shift, and yeah, so yeah. I mean, I think once you learn that, that the sooner you learn that, because I, I'll say I'm grateful that even though I've always been like this type A, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, and that still is with me. But I mm-hmm. think that um, when I got to that mindset of okay. So if I'm take like, you know, if I'm taking in this direction or that direction, I'm going to just try and roll with it. I feel like my goals and other things that I want to do have gone smoother. Like even with us starting the podcast and we may have had a vision and we're like, hey, we're going in this direction or we're going in that direction that we're able to just, you know, roll with it. And I think that's part of it, too, is being able to just roll with it, you know. But thank you so much for joining us and offering our listeners and us. A 20 something <laughs> perspective, Morgan Victoria. This has been awesome, you know. And I think we we definitely want to have you come back on another episode in the future. You could talk about some social media stuff. Maybe we Yay. can do like a tag team if your mom's interested. Have her come, come on. Awesome. <laughs> she, she actually has a podcast too. Oh, so for real? Would, yeah, we well, can do she some would love to have you guys on. Yep, yes. Tell her naughty needs some life coaching. <laughs> yeah. Her birthday is Monday. So she, she's All in her 50s. Right. So she's. Yes. creeping and crawling into her mid-50s but okay no. happy so birthday mm-hmm. <laughs> nice nice definitely yeah yeah in the meantime to our listeners be sure to check out morgan victoria's podcast as well life talks with mo vicky and that's spelled m-o-v-i-c-k-y-y mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> if you're interested you know, in supporting this awesome young lady and her many ventures, check out Morgan Victoria's website at morgan-victoria.com. I just love your name so much. I told yes. you that when I first met you. I'm like, your name. And I remember you were very specific. It's a hyphen in there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was an accident. It was actually an accident that I didn't find out until I was in middle school. And neither did my mom. Yeah. So, and I ran wow. with it. I was like, this name is awesome. <laughs> yes. I love that name. Mm-hmm. And also <laughs> make sure to follow her on Instagram too at Mo Vicky. That's M-O-V-I-C-K-Y-Y. You know, you're it's like you're already branded with that name. I mean, it's <laughs> I, hot. You know, I, am, I can see yeah. that on I'm I'm putting it out there. I'm I'm putting something something else on you to do. I can see that on clothes. <laughs> I can see that on clothing, you know, like so right. Yeah. yeah I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um so with each episode, we always end with a motivational quote and this one is from the late Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man who views the world the same at 50 as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. Mm. You know, uh, for me, <laughs> this quote reminds me of those guys in their 40s, 50s, and sometimes 60s and 70s. They still posted up at the club. <laughs> You know, or they on the corner or they on the front stoop and they got their velour sweatsuit on. You know? <laughs> they trying to pull the young girls like, yo, 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 
yo, uh-huh. come, come talk to me for a minute, you know? And they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to pull these girls that's barely out of their teens, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when to me, it makes me think about when our mindset and our views don't evolve like these guys. And I mean, I'm not hating on them, but the reality is I'm I'm sure they got to know that people looking at them sideways like, yo, yes. dude, for real, for real. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes. I feel like, you know, when you do that and you don't evolve, you get stuck in a rut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe, you know, you might wonder why things aren't going the way you want them to go. Or maybe not, because if you're still that way in your 70s, clearly you don't care. And you like, this right. is me until I die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Right. But I mean, I think the bottom line is that when we get stuck, we are wasting precious time and we're wasting precious moments as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Morgan Victoria, what's this quote mean to you? So to me, it speaks to change, it speaks to growth, it speaks to perspective. And without those things, we're just stagnant and ignorant. Mm. So if you're someone who wants anything out of this life or wants to be something or have some kind of impact, those are the goals. There are people that don't, like you said, that don't care, that will go through life without that. And that's fine. But if you want something out of it, you have to continue to elevate, educate yourself and continuously evaluate yourself like I talked about earlier take an inventory on who you are what you enjoy you know and making sure that it's coming from you and not from the outside so it it speaks to change Mm -hmm. that is good Um, Mm -hmm. I love this quote change is great you know I could not imagine myself seeing the world the same as I did in my 20s you mm, know could you imagine oh my gosh that would <laughs> that would seem like a personal gel to me you know like no oh. so it's just yeah I, no so I don't know for those that tell you you have changed because you know how people be like you change you know mm-hmm. I would say you you tell them yeah I have and you should too it's called elevation learn something about that God, that you throw the snaps up in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Until next time, whatever you do, live your best life by loving yourself. <laughs>